0: Russell, Russell, you're okay. Oh, thank God. Oh my God, Juggernaut. I thought that was you. I should have worn my white pants. You probably get this a lot, but I am a huge fan. Uncanny X-Men, one of these three, Thor 411, X-Men Unlimited 12. You know, it has always been a dream of mine to see my face reflected in your helmet as you charge at me with murderous intent. I don't mean right now. I'm gonna rip you in half now. <laughs> that is such a juggernaut thing to say. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, my God! Oh, my God, I can't feel my legs! Oh, my I can't feel... Oh, no, they're right here. <laughs> Hello, Popheads, and welcome to issue 129 of the TomCast Popcast, coming to you from a storage supply closet in the Hall of Justice. My name is Tom. Thank you for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure you're following us on the social media, at TomCastPopcast on Twitter, at TomCastPopcast on Instagram. You can email the show at TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to become an official member of Pophead Nation, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopcast where you can join the nation and gain access to all the sweet bonus content in this month, the month of December, the month of giving. We are going to be, be doing a very special uh, Christmas-themed bonus episodes uh, of the TomCast podcast. the first video of which will be out, hopefully, later today. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so thank you for checking that out in advance. And again, thank you to the current Patreons, thank you to the official members of Poppin' Nation. That, that would be the... Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a great music podcast that you will all enjoy. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Finally, make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing the show with all your friends and family members. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all those fun platforms. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts and you have the time and the inclination, write those five-star reviews because they fill my heart with Christmas spirit. All right, finally, finally, check out the 3Bzine network over at 3Bzine.com. You can find tabs to each show on the network. That includes Beer Night in San Diego, the TomCast podcast, like you're listening to right now, and Mando Vision, our Star Wars-centric podcast. Ooh. You will also find our store envy page, which is full of all the sweet merch that you need for the holiday season: t-shirts, sweatshirts. even me some sticker packs on there, all kinds of good stuff. Check it out when you can. All right, we have a massive, massive news episode for you today. There's, there's so much to get to. I'm already a little concerned. We're gonna, we're gonna be have like this, this epic two-hour uh, uh, show, but we gotta, we gotta we got going to compact that down because it's, it's so much news and we got to fly through it because, hey, man, we all got things to do. <laughs> all right. We're going to be doing the news with our super special friend, Mr. Roger Smith, a.k.a. Jedi Raj, because uh, he is the man with the opinions. He is firing all the hot takes. He's going to come out here and blast all this news to smithereens with his just disgust for the pop culture genre. Oh wait, sorry. I was thinking of somebody else. Anyways, Roger is gonna come up, come on board here in just a minute, and we're gonna get into it. And 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 you know, let's do that right now. There's not a lot to. There's uh, there's so much to get to. I don't want to I don't want to waste a lot of time with with the sort of normal chit chat that I like to do. Uh, we're just gonna dive into it. All right. So sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again, because the Tomcast podcast is bringing you. The pop culture news that you need. Here we go. You don't remember, do you? Exactly what is it I should be remembering? You are the great Van Helsing, trained by monks and mullahs from Tibet to Istanbul, protected by Rome herself, but like me, hunted by all others. The Knights of the Holy Order know all about you. It's no surprise you would know about me. Yes, but it's much more than this. <laughs> we have such history, you
1: and I, Gabriel.
0: Hey, all right, joining us via the Skypes, and and uh, I think this qualifies Roger as our first international podcast because you <laughs> are south of the border today. Yeah, I am indeed. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Like you said, I'm south of the
1: border. I'm on a vacation for this week and next week, so uh, nice little staycation. You know, not much going on elsewhere, so might as well just
0: catch up on some lost sleep. Well, we certainly appreciate appreciate you taking the time out of out of your out of your vacation to hang out with us and, and talk some pop culture news. No, oh, of course, I'd go crazy if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into it, uh, as we as is it is it too early for a beer on the show? Are you are you having a beverage? You know I am,
1: but it's uh, it's coffee right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> the missus just uh, made me a a couple hot coffee before getting on, so I'm just finishing
0: that one up right now. But well, what do you got? Well, listen, I'm not gonna lie. It's we are recording. It is before noon. And yeah. I am opening a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. And to say that, you know, dr- me drinking in the mornings is unusual would be a massive lie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I had like a solid stout, I'd probably be there with you. Well, I went with an Imperial Red and it's a okay. classic for this podcast because I, I am having the Three Weavers Blood Junkie. Oh, yeah. That one's a great one. Yeah. So it's going to be a long day, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Starting off strong.
0: Yeah. Start off like a big Imperial Red that like clocks in around like what? Like 10%, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, eight, that was seven, a
0: one from what I remember. 8-7, yeah. so yeah, that, that's how you start the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put a, <laughs> little extra, a little extra hair on the chest. <laughs> As nice. they say. Alright, well let's get to our first story, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, so we will start on a bit of a somber note. Mm. Uh, I'm sure the world has heard by now about the passing of uh, Hugh Burn, the star of Mad Max and Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Toe Cutter himself, Immortan Joe... From fury road very sad to hear of his passing at, at the age of 73. wow and um you know we don't death is sad on this show no i don't like to talk about it very much but for an actor to play two such iconic screen villains is pretty yeah. pretty impressive to have on your resume yeah definitely how big a fan of you are are you a fury road
1: You know, I I liked it a lot when it came out. Um, I don't think I was as hyped about it as a lot of other people were. Um, I I probably saw it like towards the end of its
0: theater run, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, I I was the same. I was I really enjoyed the movie. I, I was fortunate enough to see a test screening of it. Uh, several oh, months cool. ahead of its release uh, so it was like a lot of there were a lot of scenes where it would, they would just put like a, up like a card but like effects go here and stuff like that <laughs>
1: something really cool happened here yeah
0: so like you couldn't quite get you know <laughs> you, you didn't quite get to see the, the full picture sure and, and much like yourself I didn't go see the final product in theater until uh, much later in its theatrical run um, and I was all I, I was really blown away with the movie both times in in the in the test screening and the final product. Uh-huh. Uh, I did have to wrestle a little bit with the fact that like Mad Max was almost a supporting character in his own movie, which I thought was weird. Yeah,
1: that was weird. Yeah, for sure.
0: But the action is top notch. the The performances are fun. It, it's just a really, really good time. Yeah. And uh, now, Immortan Joe uh, has achieved immortality in, in in cinema history. So, so good on on uh, on Hugh Keysburn for for being yeah. being the guy who brought that character to life. For sure. All right. Well, let's get to some happier news. What do you think? Sure. Let's do it. All right. I hope you're hearing me okay. I hope it's not too choppy. Uh, no, it's coming out clear. Okay, good. All right. Raj, how big yeah. a fan were you of Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing movie?
1: You know, I'm probably one of its biggest fans. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a feeling
0: lie. you were going to say that because I think we've actually talked about that on the show before. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think on our uh, Guilty
1: Pleasures podcast, that was one of them. Yes.
0: So are you excited to know that there'll be a new Van Helsing movie coming out? Wow! I did not hear this. Ooh. Now, granted, it will not be a sequel to to Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing. Okay. But a new Van Helsing movie is in the works at Universal Pictures. And uh, uh, James Wan, the great James Wan, is going to be a producer on this film. And they have okay. tapped Julius Avery to direct the movie. Okay. Do you know that name? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. He directed Overlord. Oh, okay. That was that was a fun movie. Yeah. So I was really excited when I when I saw that that was who's going to be the director of the movie. I was like, well, if you're going to do a new Van Helsing, you might as well get a guy <laughs> who can get get kind of crazy with it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I don't know. What's your excitement level for this? Oh, man. I'd
1: you know i I'd have to wait and see who they cast as Van Helsing. I don't know. Uh, I guess there's no other details at this point because it's probably too early on. But, I mean, just knowing him being the director, I mean, I had a lot of fun with Overlord. I, I think uh, I liked it more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and, you know, just kind of that aspect of Van Helsing mixing, uh, you know, kind of more realistic, old settings, but with... Technology and things of the time that didn't actually exist there kind of flows with that same theme that Overlord did, you know, with the whole uh, zombie science fiction aspect of it and the uh, Nazi experimentation and all that stuff. So I, I think, yeah, like you said, if anyone can handle a crazy historical kind of movie, this director is probably
0: down for it. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Uh, the script uh, for this new movie was originally penned by Eric Pearson, who. Also has written Godzilla vs. Kong, which we haven't oh. seen yet. Okay. But I might I might I might want to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, he also wrote Black Widow and Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Now granted Thor Ragnarok I think had like twelve people listed as writers on it, so that, you know
1: <laughs> Maybe not the best indicator, but <laughs> Right. But I mean,
0: you know, Black Widow looks pretty promising, so Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and and so this I guess this is going to be part of like that new version of the of like the of like the, the Universal Monsters, you know, that we had the Lee Wanell uh Invisible Man that came out before the pandemic struck, and that seemed to do yeah. pretty darn well. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And then there's also uh, uh the new Wolfman movie is going to be starring Ryan Gosling. Huh. And then uh there's a new Dracula movie in the works uh, directed by uh, uh, Karen Kusama. Interesting. So the the Universal mo- Monsters Getting a new life yet again, despite that terrible last attempt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that last mummy movie just did not do well, did it? No, the last mummy movie, the last Dracula movie, they, they all had some problems. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
1: even remember the Dracula one.
0: Yeah, because it, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think it was Luke Evans in the role of Dracula on that one. Huh.
1: Yeah, I don't think I remember that at all.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Well, if you have two hours to kill, I guess you could you could, you could watch something worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Oh man, but yeah, no, uh, Van Helsing uh, lives to stake another vampire, so that that's kind of exciting. Yeah, it'll be cool to see what storyline they go to. It'll be fun. What, I mean, as as a fan, as as a, as a potential audience member, as a as a, as a potential uh, purchaser of a ticket to this movie. <laughs> Yeah. What do you What do you want to see out of Van Helsing? Do you want to see him, kind of you, kind of like like a period piece of the way the, the Hugh Jackman one was, or do you want like a more modern take on the character? Oh, that'd be
1: interesting. You know, I didn't even consider them doing a modern take on it, but I suppose that's a possibility if they're trying to stick to more of this new Universal Monsters universe. Uh, unless they're doing like some sort of prequel, kind of like a first uh, Captain America movie style. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I always liked Van Helsing in his in his natural, uh, you know, old uh, Gothic London setting type stuff. But uh, I mean, for me, yeah, just the Van Helsing movie. I, I just love like the anachronistic uh, technology, you know, almost that like pseudo almost steampunk aesthetic with just all the weapons and gadgets that he had. You know, it was basically like, you know, Batman-esque, but, you know, a lot more uh, everything was very analog, which was kind of cool. But um yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say cuz I guess there's just a lot of avenues they can go down. So.
0: Yeah, I I am definitely curious and it actually reminded me of something I, uh, a couple friends of mine had suggested watching the Van Helsing series that was on Sci-Fi Network for a while. Oh. Uh, and I guess that was more of a modern take with like a descendant of the original Van Helsing. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I think I've seen that one.
0: Yeah, but I, I never dipped my toe in, into that, so I I'm um you know, maybe 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 I will yeah. now to kind of get a taste for what a modern Van Helsing might feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. We'll keep everyone, uh, oh, abreast of any developments. Yeah, yeah, that'll be uh, cool to follow. All right, Roger. For our next story, I have to ask you a very important question. All right. Uh, do you know who the first superhero from New Jersey is? New Jersey uh nope <laughs> that would be the toxic avenger oh is this i am like, familiar it, so you don't know you don't know the toxic avenger at all no no i do okay I, I, i'm familiar with Toxie. yeah oh, beautiful i love that you used to call him toxi perfect yes <laughs> uh the 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 iconic superhero from the Troma movies the Troma universe yeah. if you will uh is getting new life in a big budget movie and it's kind of crazy that is weird uh, guess who's playing Toxic Avenger? Who? None other than Tyrion Lannister himself, Peter <laughs> Dinklage. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh, huh. All right. Uh, yeah. it's. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the crazier news stories I came across this week. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, being consider- it's being called a quote-unquote contemporary reimagining. Okay. And it's being directed by uh, Macon Blair is the name of the director. And apparently he did a he did a small movie that was at uh, like Sundance Film Festival a couple of years ago that did quite well. Um, but this movie is is uh, um how do I, how do I say this? I mean Toxic Avenger is like B movie cinema, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like the cult classic movie. yeah, it's 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 low budget. It's hyper violent. Uh, yeah. You know, the the, the the narrative is strung together very loosely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Toxie fights drug dealers and and, and uh, I think there's a couple of corrupt politicians. Uh, <laughs> psychotic bullies are a big, big no-no for Toxie because Toxie, before he was Toxic Avenger, was, was a nerd who was bullied. Yep. So, so it's he, a good,
1: wholesome family fun.
0: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, I want to put a little emphasis on the hyper-violent aspect of the Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh,
1: over the top uh, for the love of it.
0: Yes, but <laughs> I, I, ironically enough, despite its hyper violence in its in the Toxic Avenger movies, and it's it's two or was it two or three sequels? I can't remember exactly. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head. But uh, 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 it also sp- spun its own animated series for children. <laughs> so what do I yeah. know?
1: <laughs> I remember that. I remember just kind of being like, wait a second, I've never seen this movie, you know, as a kid, but this show looks kind of cool.
0: <laughs> no, see, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I was much older when that animated series came out and I, I was very familiar with the movies. I was like, wait, how is this a kid's cartoon?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was the same thing with like RoboCop, you know, I think there was a RoboCop cartoon and uh, yeah, they just decided, you know, we're going to take these like super violent uh, action movies and we're just gonna make them into kids cartoons because you know they're probably watching it anyway
0: yeah but uh, but for anyone out there who's not familiar with with the trauma movies I mean again they are they are B movie classics they they are known for for being kind of like having subversive humor and 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 you know kind of like a wry wit about them but it's also some really good slapstick but yeah. again the violence is like top-notch head crushing <laughs> heads exploding heads being punched off of bodies that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, they were just like, they just did everything they could with the low budget and practical effects. It was uh, pretty intense.
0: Yeah, the the brainchild of, of Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz. Um, the, and those those trauma movies again are a classic. I remember uh, going rushing out to the mall to go to Suncoast Video with my friend Twiggy, <laughs> so we could find any trauma trauma movie we, we could get our hands on. Oh yeah. And aside from Toxic Toxic Avenger, aka Toxie, uh, one of one of my favorites. Is Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD? <laughs> I don't know this one. And in a day and age where everyone wants to defund the police, I think Sergeant Kabuki Man could be the movie that uh, helps save the police force. <laughs> that would be awesome. Because, I mean, if, 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 you, if you don't have, like, a, a, a superhero cop who puts people in giant sushi rolls, I mean, I don't know what you're doing wrong. I mean, what, <laughs> like we need this in our life. Yeah, I agree. We, we need to reboot this immediately. <laughs> Please, and by all means, bring in more like A-level talent, like Peter Dinklage to be Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> that would be great. Like, who would be who would be a fantastic Sergeant Kabuki Man? Like, uh, um, who's the dude who played Lincoln? We'll get him. <laughs> you know, just just some crazy method actor like Christian Bale would be amazing as Kabuki Man, right? Mm, because he would just he would live the kabuki man lifestyle and it would just be amazing like someone would have to film that (laughs) that
1: would be super fun to watch yeah
0: i would be in on that like (laughs) let's let's just reboot all of trauma and bring in like just like these wonderful shakespearean trained actors to own it
1: (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) i'd love to see
0: that i would too oh my goodness i think we're on to something here roger (laughs) Why right, we'll we'll put it on the back burner and we'll we'll plan it out. Yeah, why no one's consulting us is is still beyond me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We got our finger on the pulse, man. <laughs> that is a fact. Uh, hey, did you know that they're still making a Lord of the Rings TV series for Amazon? Yeah, we haven't heard much from that. Well, apparently, it's filming in New Zealand as we speak. Oh, that's good. I guess they just announced like something like twenty new cast members for the series. Nice. And I guess that was mostly made so that we know that the show is actually happening. Still, yeah, they're like, "No, really, we have actors now." Yeah, I don't know if there are any names in the in the list that would would, would strike a chord with any of our wonderful listeners, uh, because I sure didn't recognize any of them. <laughs> 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 no, that's not saying much. Uh, because other than, I mean, geez, there was only a handful of character or uh, of actors in the original movie that whose names I recognize. So what do I know? That's true. Now remember, this is supposed to be set during the Second Age of Man, so it is a prequel series to Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. But how excited are you for? I mean, do you still have excitement for for Middle Earth?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I just bought the 4K uh, Extended Trilogy Edition. Uh, so that's coming in the mail as we speak. But uh, yeah, I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan in terms of the movie series. Never went back and read the books, but I'm
0: not opposed to it. I might do that one day. <laughs> the books are the books are, are are great, but they they don't move with the same rapidity of the films for sure. For sure. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that. Now, I'm glad you brought up those, those 4K releases of, of Lord of the Rings, because uh, I, I know there's a lot of information out there about Peter Jackson and the work he did uh, kind of making it ready for 4K. Yeah. Uh, but is there a lot of – is there is there is there more is – it, is it just like an upgraded version of the extended cuts, or, or do you know more about the details? Uh, as far as
1: I know, it's essentially, you know, the extended cuts, just uh... – higher res uh and then the hdr so the you know high dynamic range lighting so it's supposed to make the colors and the you know contrast more vibrant uh but yeah i guess i'll i'll have to wait and see how legit that is because i've seen the blu-rays enough times to kind of have a an idea of how it looks so yeah i'll i'll let you know as soon as i watch them but uh it might be a while
0: (laughs) no listen i'm with you uh i have been very interested in revisiting those extended editions as well. I, I I have those on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, there's some serious time required to watch those.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was actually... I had planned to go through the uh, extended edition this weekend, but fortunately, plans with a uh, friend fell through, so I'm going to have to hold off on that. But now i got the 4K version to look forward to, so that'll be fun.
0: That will be super fun. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned for, for more announcements as far as... The new Lord of the Rings on Amazon Prime series goes. I think. I mean, I because of the pandemic, everything's a bit off. Yeah. But I, I mean, I suppose it's still possible we we might see this at the at the end of 2021. Yeah, maybe. I
1: guess it depends. I don't know what the uh, what the filming cycle and the, that kind of stuff is like these days.
0: Yeah, and want well, to know that uh, you know if you're filming in New Zealand, I mean, there's very strict quarantine in place. Yeah. And and so anyone who's coming into the country, I think, has to be locked down basically for two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, hey, that seems reasonable, right? You don't want the pandemic to wipe out the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) We we, We need Middle Earth around. Yeah, I mean, like, like screw waiting for Sauron. the The the, the, the pandemic will do it for you. (laughs) Most likely. Oh my gosh. Uh, Roger, here's a bit of weird news for us, but I wanted to talk about it because it's it's one of my favorite horror movies, and I don't think I've talked about it enough on okay. this podcast. Uh, but I am a big fan of Hellraiser.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've seen him a few times. I'm not like the hugest fan, but I'm pretty familiar
0: with the lore. Well, Clive Barker apparently just won a big battle in, in the U.S., uh, a big court battle. Not like a one uh-huh. with swords or anything. Uh, okay, there, there was no Arena Pit fight. Yeah, it was a legal battle, and he is a regra- re- regaining the rights to Hellblazer. Uh, Hellraiser? Yes, Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know he worked on that too. <laughs> no, Hellraiser. Sorry, I'm, you know, I'm a comic fan at heart. What are you
1: going to do? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. No, that's cool, because I know uh, a lot of people's complaints with the later ones is that the story was just kind of all over the place.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, I mean, because he he, he he gets the rights back to the original film, uh-huh. but not to the atrocious sequels that followed.
1: Which is probably fine by
0: his marks. Uh, probably so. Uh, <laughs> but there was supposed to be an upcoming movie reboot that was uh, to be directed by David Bruckner. Okay. And this, may, this might very well complicate those plans. Hmm. Huh. But at the same time, HBO was developing a, a, a Pinhead series uh, with with, the, with other Cenobites, mm-hmm. and Barker is on board with that show. Uh, okay, so maybe he'll jump on board and help out with that? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I suppose this kind of forces uh, whatever studio is in charge of that new movie to reach out to Clive and be like, Hey, you want some money? <laughs> Yeah. Either that, or it's just gonna have to be called Heck Razor. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I guess uh, there's a lot of potential uh, for this case to be kind of a landmark moment for creator rights as far as cinema goes. Uh, because yeah. I, I guess a lot of creators of, of a lot of content from the '80s, in particular, especially in horror movies. Uh-huh are are have have pending litigation to get rights back to the characters they created i think uh friday, yeah. friday the 13th is, is another case yeah yeah i remember hearing about that yeah so interesting stuff here yeah that'll be cool
1: to see kind of what direction it goes from here uh, uh did you i mean was there much news on that hbo series or was it just kind of like we got something in the works
0: no, I mean not really. I I just know that David Gordon Green's involved in the in the show, uh, and he did some work on the on the last Halloween movie. Okay, cool. Actually, he might have directed the last Halloween movie. Now that I think about it. Sorry, <laughs> not, not not to disrespect David Gordon Green. I apologize. It was
1: definitely some amount of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, but
0: I, I think he's on this HBO show as at least as executive producer. I, he he may have even directed a couple episodes. Okay. Um, uh, but but Clive was Clive Barker was on board with that show. Yeah, so, and that's always to me. That's always a, a good sign when you have the creator on board. Sure, yeah, you know, and, and we've we've talked about uh, the cinematic versions of Alan Moore's comic books, and, yeah, and how Alan Moore's never on board, and that sometimes does not bode well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a he's not a fan of these uh, adaptations of his work, is he? No, definitely not, and and. <laughs> You know, I've seen some of them, so I don't blame him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might be right about a thing or two.
0: But no, an, an interesting uh, moment in, in, in a, a copyright, hit, not, copy, not copyright, um, in trademark and in ownership litigation. We'll, we'll see yeah. what else happens here. I mean, I, you know, not to, not to speculate too much, but it, I mean, it's not unheard of for comic book creators to try and sue their publishers. To get some rights back for the for the characters that, that these companies are now making millions off of, yeah, you know, it, it seems like every couple of years you you see another lawsuit from uh, the Schuster family trying to get some Superman rights. So, mm, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's an it's an interesting time for it to be a creator.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully, it's a uh, it's going to have some good repercussions for us.
0: I I sure hope so too. <laughs> All right, Roger. Now I have I have something else we have to talk about. All right. Um, and listen, I'm not gonna lie. This is something near and dear to both our hearts. Okay. There's a new Predator movie in the works. Yes. <laughs> and I, as once again, I'm drinking the Kool Aid because I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to be like. God damn it. <laughs> yes, and then you know, one of the one of the greatest tragedies on the history of the Tomcast podcast is us sitting around for an hour trying to defend the new Predator movie and just knowing it was a losing battle.
1: <laughs> we tried really hard. It was very much a lesson in futility.
0: Yeah, we tried to spin a shit salad into a into a steak and it wasn't. We not polished working. the hell out of that turn. <laughs> so the fact that Dan Trachtenberg uh, who who did Ten Cloverfield Lane and, and some other stuff is is working with Patrick Allison, who uh, is known for doing Jack Ryan on Amazon. How they're going to team yeah. up, and they're going to do a new Predator movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm optimistic. You know, we, those are a couple pretty good names uh, working on it. But you know, we've just been burned before, and it's just like, uh, you know, it's it's tough. It's like. You can't help but be optimistic because it's, you know, it's a Predator movie. Like, this should have been dead years ago, but it's not, and it's great. But I just, I don't know, man.
0: I don't know what to think anymore. You know, it's, I I feel like the franchise has enough legs that they can keep trying until they fucking get it right. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I mean,
1: I hope they, they eventually do get it right. Maybe with this one, we'll be lucky.
0: Yeah, and I listen, like I I still will defend that third Predator movie, the uh, the Predators one that oh, yeah. Rodriguez was involved in with Adrian Brody. Yeah. That is Likewise. a that's a good movie. I don't care what people say. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both on board for being fans of
1: that movie and that it was heavily underrated.
0: Yeah, and and, and Predator 2 I think is fine. As well, except for like the, the weird, this weird notion that the plot has that we didn't ever see the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's supposed to be some kind of big dramatic reveal that it's an alien killing all these people. It's like, yeah, we saw the first fucking movie.
1: It's you, like we, we've been down this road. You
0: also put him on the poster. I, like we know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you.
0: So I, I think the Predator franchise, its direct, its its its, it's own films have been fine. We can talk all day about Alien versus Predator and the and the flaws in those movies. Sure. Uh, and th- again, the flaws in the, in the last Shane Black directed movie as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, that that yeah. that is a turd that just won't shine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that could be its own podcast,
0: I think. But as 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 everyone listening to this podcast knows, the TomCast podcast is the eternal home of the Predator. So. <laughs> stay tuned for all the predator news (laughs) oh yeah we'll we'll be there until the self-destruct sequence oh my god knowing us we'll be there after it too because we just won't let it go oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right let's let's shift the focus a little bit here okay uh you know that disney plus app have you heard of it it's kind of new yeah i I think so sounds familiar you know we haven't talked much about this but I have to tell you how excited I am that they're doing a Willow sequel on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. I think we, we talked about it a long time ago that something was in the works. Well, now there's some casting. Okay. Uh, Ellie Bamber, Kaylee Spaney, and Aaron Kellyman will serve as the female leads of the new show, which serves as a sequel to the 1988 cult classic. And Warwick Davis will be back as Willow nice yeah it sounds i mean i'm i was kind of in on this to begin with willow is, is a movie that i don't think has aged well <laughs> but i still like it
1: yeah but yeah I, mean, I, I still have yet to see it so i'll probably have to go it's on disney plus
0: right now right it is on disney plus uh, actually i just went on disney plus earlier today and it is is right there on the main page
1: <laughs> so. oh okay wow that's a
0: quite a quite an achievement yeah. So let me let me read the 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 sort of um, plot that was provided with the, with this casting announcement. Okay. All right. All right. So quote: The members of the team include Dove, whose backstory resembles that of Willow from the movie. Dove is an unassuming kitchen maid who proves that she is the chosen one, as she embarks on the journey. She is joined by Kit, the princess whose twin brother was abducted. She is destined to be a leader and ultimately the queen. Kellyman plays Jade, a servant who is Kiss, Kit's best friend in Moral Compass. She is on her way to becoming the best young warrior in the kingdom. And they are currently looking to cast another actor in a role similar to that of Val Kilmer's classic Mad Mardigan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this.
1: Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting. So, I mean, just from that synopsis, it kind of looks like they're just going to have a lot of parallels to the original, then, right?
0: It definitely seems to be that way. Uh, and and uh, the 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 actor uh, Ellie, I'm sorry, uh, Aaron Kellyman, you will definitely recognize uh, because she was in Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay. Yeah, as as uh, infant's infant's nest. That was that was who she was when she okay. takes the mask off and you find out it's just like a kid. yeah yeah I remember that that Han Solo's been bested by a kid for most of that movie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so some recognizable people are going to be in the show and obviously uh, Ron Howard's still involved which is good cool and uh, I think Jonathan Kasdan who also wrote Solo A Star Wars Story is is helping write the the pilot for the show (laughs) oh that's cool (laughs) so, so there's a little bit of familiarity with all of it yeah I don't know I'm excited yeah, like I said, I'll definitely
1: have to go back and watch the original, and then uh, maybe uh, maybe once this comes out, I'll I'll just do like a marathon or something. I don't know. We'll see. Well,
0: you know, we we should try to maybe we'll have to plan it out for sometime in twenty twenty one where uh, we'll we'll do like a like a Willow revisited podcast, and you'll be able to provide a, a fresh perspective versus my old man perspective.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good call. You could uh, tell me how it was when you were all alone watching the movie locked away waiting for a flight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. That was the last time I sat down and watched it from start to finish. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. We'll uh we'll plan that one out. Yeah. All right, let let's kind of shift our focus. We have a little bit of a of of DC/ slash, uh Berlantiverse news. Okay. Uh, perhaps you saw David Ramsey aka John Diggle. Yeah. aka Spartan. will be returning to the Arrowverse. Okay. He will be directing various episodes of the shows that are still on and returning as John Diggle for some others. And maybe, just maybe, being Green Lantern.
1: (laughs) Well, he did find the ring right at the end of... uh... The event that—that's
0: what they certainly alluded to.
1: <laughs> so unless he was just you know holding it for someone else, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, we all, as far as we all know, everything's proceeding according to plan with the with the that Green Lantern HBO Max series. Yeah. So perhaps they'll use these these last couple of uh, Berlanti verse shows and, and and find a way to spin Diggle and and kind of make like a prequel almost for that Green Lantern show in sort of his uh, rise to the Lantern core. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, just kind of having a uh, yeah, like you said, like a jumping
1: off point into what the HBO series is going to be, because I mean, we still have n- almost no details on that, other than that it exists, I guess.
0: And it sounds like it's going to be really expensive. <laughs> Which I'm okay with, as long as uh, they do it right. And, and my money. <laughs> exactly. Well, maybe technically, because I do subscribe to HBO Max, so maybe it is my money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, and and you know, it's interesting because uh, you know right now the Burt Lantyverse is kind of shrinking. Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're heading into the final season of Supergirl. We're heading into the final season of Black Lightning. Yeah, Arrow just wrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh But we do have, we still have the Flash. There'll be a brand new Batwoman. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow still around. Yeah. And and the new a uh, Star will be will be back. Yeah, that's
1: right. That's that's going to be, I guess, is going to be becoming part of it more or less.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, we now uh, will have the new Superman and Lois series as well. So, you know, the, the brilliant difference is shrinking, but kind of still growing at the same time. It's very strange.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're losing some, but
0: I guess we're gaining enough to balance it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, it, yeah, I guess I guess the big question is, like, do you think that's what's going to happen, that, that that John Diggle will be the Green Lantern on the HBO Max show? I guess that's the big question.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big role. Uh, definitely, like, a huge step up from just side character on Arrow. So, I, I mean, I definitely think he has the chops for it, but um, I'm curious as to, like, how focused they're going to make that series. If it's going to be, like, Green Lantern core series or if it's just going to be like the one Green Lantern we're following in the Green Lantern core, you
0: know? Well, the the only the only thing I was able to to kind of pull out of like the little little tidbits about that HBO Max show is that of the of the best known Green Lanterns, they won't be on the show. So there's no Hal Jordan and there's no Jon Stewart. Okay. so to me, that does kind of set it up for Diggle to step into that show at some point.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that kind of does make sense then if they're kind of staying away from the established uh, Green Lanterns.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I said it, it, uh, the, the article is going to say that it sounds like Diggle will mostly be featured in Legends of Tomorrow. So if, if we want to see kind of his progression, it will be Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Okay, I guess that kind of makes sense too, because that seems to be like a good uh, – good segue point for a lot of characters it's a good like in between for like moving them from one series to another
0: yeah i think i think you're right about that so something to pay attention to as as uh i think all i think all these these shows are planning on returning uh sometime in 2021
1: that sounds good
0: i mean does it though <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, i mean it sounds good that they're coming back I, eventually. i'm just saying the flash is terrible <laughs> well
1: yeah I mean you know I haven't watched them in a while but I, I guess some people still do they're still around right
0: oh god I, <laughs> I, I can't break up with that show even though I know it's bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um, is funny
0: oh well alright well listen we talked about it when it, was, when it was announced Wonder Woman 1984 HBO Max Christmas Day alright you're excited <laughs> you're pumped
1: yeah, finally, we're going to get to see that. I think if we haven't seen the entire movie in trailers
0: already. Well, as as we, we, as we say on the podcast, you sit down, you buckle up, you hold on to your butts, and then you buckle up again. <laughs> and I think you're going to have to do that for this movie, too, because guess what? What's that? It's two hours and 31 minutes long of Wonder Woman kicking the ass. All right. Well, I mean... That gives me more
1: faith. I mean, I know we saw a lot in the trailers, especially because they had to basically make another trailer (laughs) that they weren't planning to. And uh, that kind of worried me because I'm like, oh, great. They're just like going to give us the entire plot line. But I mean, we've probably only seen like anywhere between five to ten minutes of the full movie. So if it's two and a half hours long, I think we're in for a good ride.
0: Yeah, agreed. And you know, we we still haven't seen much. They've done a great job of kind of keeping, uh, keeping uh, 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 Kristen Wiig's uh, cheetah look. You know, real minimal glimpses glimpses of her so far in, in those trailers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So something to look for. again. I know we're all excited about that on on Christmas Day. And and uh, again, uh, just b- b- buckle up. Two hours, thirty one minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe if I can uh, find a theater with like no other people, I might see it in IMAX. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I'm just you know when I get a little tired of of of, of, of well, I was gonna say family, but I, I'm not I guess I'm not seeing anybody, so <laughs> I guess that that joke warns out where I, where I was gonna say that uh, I'll be hiding in the bathroom for two and a half hours watching that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh well, that joke's gonna fall flat. It happens. <laughs> it happens sometimes. What can you do? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it just doesn't fly in this
1: current climate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well. What I mean, hey, it is what it is. But no, I'm I'm excited. I, I you know, we, I think you and I were both really excited to watch this over the summer pre-pandemic, um, and that is being released now is, is just exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm just happy to finally get it out there, dude. I know it's it's been so long, just looking forward to it and it's like you know i've definitely lost a lot of the hype obviously because you can only stay hype for so long you know it's uh it's difficult to just stretch that out but i think they've done a good job of kind of trickling out new things here and there uh i think that uh the dc fandom thing helped a lot early on and uh, and then that one extra trailer i think that they put out was cool so Yeah. yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it and uh finally seeing the second in the series
0: Yep, I agree. Now, what, I'm, what I was about to bring up next isn't necessarily news because there's no actual news, <laughs> but it's an interesting story nonetheless. Okay. Apparently Netflix reached out to Warner Brothers uh-huh. and attempted to buy streaming rights to Kong versus Godzilla. Huh, okay. And they, they offered a not insubstantial amount of money to do so. <laughs> but it's Warner brothers who has HBO max. Huh. And so now there's some rumors swirling that perhaps Kong versus Godzilla will become a streaming movie as well.
1: Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Which
1: I don't even, I mean, did we ever even get a trailer for that movie? <laughs> uh, no, as far as I know, it was just like talked about, but I don't think we've seen anything about it i don't yeah maybe maybe yeah. a briefest of brief teasers yeah if that and if that would have just been like a comic-con type thing you know like i don't think i don't think anything was even released
0: publicly i don't know yeah but but now it's being banned about that this movie might go to streaming as as opposed to sitting on a, on a shelf uh getting no money for it <laughs> for sure and you know i'm definitely gonna watch that movie i my wife
1: and I are, are big fans of the original uh, or the the Kong movie uh with Tom
0: Hiddleston and uh and Mace Larson. and uh, captain Marvel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I was gonna say captain Marvel I'm like no she's got a name <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but but it, yeah but but it, it is kind of a funny like little mini Marvel reunion because you you know you have Hiddleston and Alice and and and, 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 and I'm not and Oh my God, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. And then
1: we got Sam Jackson. And, yeah, I was. Yeah. I wanted
0: to say Brie Larson, but I was on the verge of saying Allison Brie instead, and I was like, that's not right, wrong yeah. Brie. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, but no, we love that movie. I, I think it was like a great, like, a great, you know, '60s uh, era kind of vibe movie. Um yeah, I just I just thought the characters really played well together. I, I thought it was kind of like another one of those underrated movies. I don't think it did like super well box office wise, but we really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I, I had a blast with that movie. I saw that in theaters. Uh, I took a friend. We we both had a great time watching it. Yeah. Uh, the the last Godzilla movie I didn't see in theaters, uh, but it was okay. It was fine. It kind of righted the ship a little bit from the the previous one that was kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, but the, the last one was fine. It was a little silly and ridiculous, but it was fine. It was, you know... It, it set the table nicely for, for Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, you know, I
1: still haven't gotten around to watch that. That's one that I've definitely got on the tip watch list.
0: Yeah, but we'll definitely check it out, because it, it, I guess it serves as a bit of a prequel to things they will end up talking about in this new one. <laughs> yeah, I might have to go back and uh, just do a day of
1: monster movies. We'll do Kong, we'll do Godzilla, we'll... We'll run it through, and uh, hopefully we'll get some more news on this uh, Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I'd love to see it uh, come into streaming, because at, right now that's a great way to watch new movies. Oh, yeah. And I seem to have subscriptions to everything, so I might we might as well get it. <laughs> might as well throw it in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, those monster movies are near and dear to my heart, so uh, uh, bring it on.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Bring it on. <laughs> All right, now as we transition to the next big block of, of news, uh, we're gonna switch, shift our focus to Marvel. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a lot of great Marvel news, uh, but I, I wanted to shine a spotlight on, if you haven't had a chance to queue up Black Panther on Disney Plus, you should do so. Oh, uh, it's officially on there now. Marvel, Marvel redid the opening, you know, uh, of, the, of the, you know, how they do their name and they show like, the flashes of the characters. Uh-huh. They changed it for for Chadwick Boseman. Oh, nice, nice, so that's cool. Just a nice little tribute. They they launched that on his birthday this past week. Oh, and that's really cool. Yeah, so that that's kind of a fun little tribute that they did. So check that out. That's on Disney Plus. And I wanted to also mention a new documentary series that's on Disney Plus. It's called Marvel Six One Six. Okay. And it's a great documentary series uh, about some of the. More obscure things in the Marvel universe, in in Marvel lore, in Marvel history. Oh, okay. The the first episode, the one that I'm 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 currently watching, is is about the Japanese Spider-Man TV show from like the seventies. Oh yeah, <laughs> It's just pretty wild stuff. Yeah, and I, I I've heard from a friend that uh, a lot of the other I, I I'm not sure he's watched the entire series, but uh, he's been having a blast so far with it. So a lot of episodes to look forward to in that documentary series, and again, just sitting right there on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, that sounds good,
0: dude. Yeah, so if if you're missing out on on some Marvel love and you want some new Marvel stuff, again, a great documentary series. I think each episode is about an hour long, so you know, not not too uh, much of a time commitment.
1: Okay, yeah, like you said, it's a it's kind of a documentary style structure. So you're like interviewing people about it and stuff. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, it's – sounds fun. It's really neat. Like, like, like I said, the, this one on the Japanese Spider Man is, is pretty fascinating. And they they go and they, they track down the people involved in, in uh, bringing the show to the screen. Like all the all the crazy wild changes they made to the character. They they, <laughs> they bring the actors in to talk about you know bringing those characters to life. It, it's wild. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. That sounds fun. Yeah, it, it's a good time. It's, especially if you want to know about some of, like the weird, some of the like, the more unusual. Choices in Marvel, uh, Marvel's history. Let's <laughs> see who was behind it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right on, man. All right, so check that out on Disney Plus. Yeah. All right, hey, hey, have you heard that Ryan? <laughs> that Ryan Reynolds cat, he likes being Deadpool a lot. Yeah, yeah, I have heard. And uh, uh, Deadpool three, apparently, you know, now under the control of Marvel Studios, is is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I was hearing about that. Yeah, they, they've tapped uh, uh, Wendy and uh, Lizzie Molyneux to write Deadpool 3 with Ryan Reynolds set to reprise the role. That's cool. So we don't have the uh, returning
1: uh, writer for that? No, another, another, another set of new writers. Oh, interesting. But did we, it change from the first to the second? I, I can't recall. I, I believe it did, actually. Okay, so it looks like they're just kind of cycling through uh, comedic writers.
0: <laughs> it, it certainly seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but th- I think mean, this is an exciting development because we weren't sure the fate of Deadpool.
1: Mm, yeah, uh, you
0: know, once once the Fox and, and Disney merger happened, we weren't sure if 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 things were going to proceed. It kind of, yeah. sort of sounds like you know that Marvel slash Disney's not opposed to a rated R Deadpool three. <laughs> awesome, uh, which is good because I don't think that PG thirteen Deadpool worked that well. No, I just you gotta you gotta go hard R on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's terrible. But I, yeah, <laughs> I, I watched I watched that 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 kind of like recut version, you know, with the with the bookends with with with, the, with Fred Savage. And they're doing kind of like the Princess Bride thing. Yeah. And like that. Those are funny. There's a funny little bookend there and like little inserts. But sure. I was like, I've, I've seen Deadpool 2 with the cursing and it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's like I like the gory one better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Again, we don't know for sure what will happen there, but like, hey, let's let's be honest. It's good news that that Kevin Feige and Marvel slash Disney uh, are are cool with with Ryan Reynolds wanting to be this character, wanting to keep this character alive. You know, yeah. recognizing that what he did before worked. Uh huh. So that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I I'm glad that they're keeping him in there, and I'm really curious to see how uh, how integrated he's going to be into the rest of the Marvel universe now. If uh, if they're going to make him a part of the MCU or what?
0: Well, you know, if there's if there's one character who could just wake up one morning and find himself in another another universe and just decide to roll with it, it's definitely Deadpool.
1: Yeah, especially if he's aware of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got to be aware of it. I mean, that, that, that he's got to be the one like who knows the joke about this. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, what movie did I wake up in? Right, exactly. I mean, because his his perspective of reality is so skewed that it it actually makes sense that he just wakes up and is like, you know, Spider-Man swings by him or something like that. He's like, oh, all right. (laughs) We're we're doing this now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that would be actually a really cool way of going about it.
1: Just making it super nonchalant. Be like, okay, yeah, (laughs) no big uh, transition needed. It's just,
0: yeah, wake up, we're in it. Well, and listen, let's be perfectly honest. I mean, maybe, maybe possibly, maybe possibly Deadpool is the greatest secret of the new Doctor Strange movie that we haven't heard yet. <laughs> that would be really awesome. You know, he's we, part of the multiverse. He's part of the multiverse of madness and somehow comes back with, with Doctor Strange and Wong and whatever. And now he's here. <laughs> oh, man, I I can't even imagine their banter. <laughs> I, I get Deadpool lends himself to so many possibilities that like like why not have him have like a small part where he just kind of like rolls into our into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just kind of like, OK, cool. I guess I'll rent an apartment.
1: <laughs> that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, it's t- definitely possible. Um, we'll see. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. I I'm, I'm I'm excited to hear that as well. Yeah, yeah. More, more Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is not going to be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably my favorite role he's, he's done. So, well, I know, we, I know we've talked a lot about about the Disney Plus, uh, but yes. there's more things to talk about with the Disney Plus because they're they're doing that Hawkeye Disney Plus show. Oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, Jeremy Renner is 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 back as Hawkeye, but the new Hawkeye is also going to be there, and and apparently the the rumors have been true that Haley Steinfeld. Is going to be Kate Bishop, the new Hawkeye. All right, cool. So that's exciting news. Uh, I think I think Haley Seinfeld is pretty good. I, I like that Bumblebee, Bumblebee movie way more than I thought I would.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I even saw, I don't know if, I don't think they've released any official images yet, but uh, I think there was like a fan edit kind of thing with her in kind of like a Hawkeye style suit. And it looked pretty cool. So I'm like, yeah, I, I could
0: dig this. Dude, you know, those fan edits are getting so good nowadays. (laughs) They really are. I don't know if it's real or not anymore. Dude, did you see the image that they put out of of Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker? Dude, yes. I think
1: Boss Logic did that, and he's kind of like a big name in, like, uh, you know, production art, so... I
0: I, I did, like, a double take on it, because I thought, like, at first I was like, oh, they just, like, put, like, Mark Hamill in, like, a Mandalorian background kind of thing, and I'm like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) It's crazy how similar they look. Oh, I think somebody God, literally it was so edited good. his
0: face on it, and you couldn't tell the difference. It's no. insane. Well, and 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 now I'm like, oh, I do want Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> right? He'd be perfect. <laughs> Which I mean, that's just wild on its own. That that again, not that we're ever going to see Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian, but now I'm kind of like, because I mean, think about how weird and, and meta that would be to recast a character as a young version then you have like the sequel trilogy where it's back to Mark Hamill as, as old Luke and it, it, it would me- melt my brain
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think even uh, Mark Hamill himself like over some tweets has like s- recognized how similar they look he's like wow this is insane
0: <laughs> it's really really insane it, if you have not seen that that picture circulating on, on Instagram and the internet it is f- just freaky Friday style stuff <laughs>
1: Yeah, they they could literally be the same person. It's insane.
0: Now if Boss but if Boss Logic really wants to impress me, you know what he'll do next? What's that? He'll put Mark Hamill's face on the winter soldier.
1: <laughs> there you go, that's what we need to see. <laughs>
0: And you know what? Do it like Old Man Winter Soldier with Old Man Mark Hamill's face. <laughs> Even better. He's already got the long hair for it, right? Right, right, right. Just get like you know, angry Luke, angry old Luke. <laughs> yeah, those, those god dang those fan arts are just freaking impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, I love seeing them. But anyways, <laughs> so back to Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, I'm. You know, 2020. We haven't seen any Marvel. It's been so long. Yeah, but at least we're getting some shows. They seem to recognize that this is the format that can move forward the the fastest. Yeah, with some some good results. I think Hawkeye is the perfect place. I'm sorry. I think Hawkeye is the perfect character to do Disney Plus. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I definitely
1: agree. Like, just the character is just it's so much more like nuanced and like just it, it's just perfect for like a smaller scale story. You know, it it just doesn't feel like there might not be enough there for like a full movie per se, or, you know, the scale just might not be there compared to like everything else that's going on in the Marvel universe. But, uh, but yeah, Disney plus seems like the way to go for these like smaller, more uh, intimate stories, I guess.
0: Yeah. I think you're right about that. And you know, one of the things that I was going to mention too, as you're, as you're saying that is, is like, you know, I, I'm not sure scale matters to me anymore as opposed to like the long form storytelling that you're able to get out of these series sure you know uh you know i know you and i don't don't see eye to eye on on the rise of skywalker but you know i don't need the the sort of grandiose action set pieces if i get a story that's more coherent and 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 uh more emotionally rewarding and and you know what let it take place every eight episodes sure sure yeah no I, i definitely agree with that and you know i
1: I think I've kind of uh, backpedaled a little bit on my my liking of Rise of Skywalker. I definitely see a lot of its flaws now, um, just in retrospect. And you know, I definitely think that it could have used, you know, like you said, that treatment of we don't we don't need these like huge things that were just you know crammed into two and a half hours. Like it might be better to just let things breathe from from here on out. You know, and, and I think we're seeing a lot of that in Mandalorian. You know, just how you know easy it is to just sit down watch an hour of it and just you know i wish it was an hour but you know (laughs) (laughs) you know just to sit there and watch these like short uh just self-contained stories with kind of like a backing under arc and you're like okay i can i can process this i can enjoy this but i'm not over here worried about this like you know two and a half hour chunk that i just have to you know, we got to stuff everything in here for it to be good. And then you get something that's just kind of all over the place.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and you know, you know, when I watch the Mandalorian after at the end of most episodes, especially this current season. Yeah. I'm like emotionally exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Because it, it hits all those notes that I want from a Star Wars production. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, you know, I didn't get much of that from the last series. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. And, and so, yeah, I mean, again, we don't need to go on that, that, that rant, but uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, we can come back but, to you know, it I, I, we'll go revisited later, but <laughs> I love, I love
0: this long form story format. So like, please continue embracing Disney plus continue embracing series on HBO max and stuff like that. Cause I, I think it's, you, you can just tell better stories.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the long, long format stories, especially with these kind of, uh, you know, I guess universes that, are just so sprawling already it's like we, we don't need that packed in there what we need is something just with room to breathe you know
0: yeah yeah you're definitely right about that uh, i have one more little bit of of story for us to kind of get into all right we've done a great job of, of, of plowing through a ton of stories so oh yeah
1: it's been good
0: roger you are to be commended
1: uh, well, I think you sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, one more juicy nugget from from Marvel has kind of popped up here. Okay. Now, I know you and I have. Well, not, we're not alone on this. We, we a lot of people are banding bandying for for Disney to put Black Widow out on Disney Plus. Yes. Everyone wants to see this damn movie. <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah. we, we, we were supposed to get it, like what April or May. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be out. You know. A long time ago. I mean, we saw the trailers, we were we were in love with the trailers, we were excited. Yep. One of the characters featured in the trailer, uh, uh portrayed by Florence Pugh is Yelena Belova, who is uh-huh. uh the the, the 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 black widow after Scarlett Johansson's black widow. Oh. Uh-huh. And she's she's going to be a big, big part of that movie. Huh. Guess what else she's going to be a big part of? What's that? Disney Plus. Huh. Big rumors are swirling around that she's not gonna, not only going to show up in the Hawkeye series, but she may actually have a role in the in the Falcon Winter Soldier show.
1: Oh, wow. So she's just going to be all over the place.
0: Which makes a certain amount of sense, especially in the sense that, you know, we know that Black Widow movie is supposed to take place in the past. Yeah. And I, I guess spoilers here because, you know, supposedly Belova's character will uh, uh, survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. And, and become the next Black Widow. Uh, so we might see her again in the Hawkeye show, who Hawkeye has a connection to the character. Yeah, and she has the character. I would not be surprised has a connection to with the Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that does make some sense. So, pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be a, a cool little backstory line there to uh, further show us that the universe is all connected.
0: <laughs> now, that, I should emphasize that these are both rumors. The Winter Soldier rumor is even more of a rumor than the other rumor. <laughs> so That's awesome. Grains of salt everywhere on this one. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, I feel like it's an exciting rumor, and it would be uh, kind of neat. Yeah, no, definitely. That does sound like a good time. A lot more cohesion for our, our Marvel universe.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think part of the fun of the Marvel universe is just how – Cohesive and intertwining, everything is. You know, when you see this character in this completely separate franchise, you're like, "Oh, that's cool."
0: <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know, we, Roger, you and I have yet to do, to have formal uh, discussions about this, but I feel like we owe it to our our wonderful listening audience uh, that on January fifteenth, when when the when one division starts, you yes. and I have to do comprehensive breakdowns of these episodes. Oh yes, I will be in yeah we have to do that it's just gonna be it's gonna be so A it's gonna be so much fun to go back to the Marvel Universe yeah but that show just, lo- just looks wild yeah it looks pretty
1: crazy I'm I'm really curious to see you know how they're gonna do it you know it's just it looks all over the place and I don't know where we're gonna be with it so, so it's gonna be fun
0: yeah it's definitely gonna be fun and and uh, you know we're here in the month of December we're, we're, we're gearing up for the holidays and, yeah uh, you know what's gonna be fun also this month what's that talk about Christmas movies, man. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do some Christmas movies, uh, in, in, a, in probably next week or if, if not next week, the week, week after that, but Christmas movies are starting to, are going to start being on the, on the menu here for Tomcast podcast this month, because, uh, I went back through the old episodes. Yeah. We've never talked about Christmas movies. Really? Huh. You know, maybe very casually in in, in like, in like one of the opening segments, yeah, probably. But we've never I mean, had like a dedicated episode. Yeah, I think you're right. We've never made it an official thing. No, and last year, uh, last December, I was hip deep covering the Mandalorian and the Watchmen shows. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were. We were belting them out. And then, uh, then when you and I reconvened, we we did Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we were,
0: we are already packed. <laughs> it was a busy month. So thank you to the, to the Mandalorian for, for launching four weeks early this year. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, Hey, no Watchmen show this year. So that worked out nicely too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone stay tuned. We're going to have some fun stuff coming up for the rest of the month uh, before we take a little break for the holidays. Cause you're not, yeah. you're not gonna listen to us at Christmas or the new year's Eve. So. <laughs> nah, take a break from us. <laughs> and we'll take a break from us too. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Rog. Did, did I miss anything? Is there anything else that, that that's on your radar that I forgot about? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think I think you hit on a lot of stuff
1: that I wasn't even aware of. Uh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. It's a it was a good good set of news for the show. And that, uh that new Xbox is working out well for you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be pretty fun. Oh, I mean, briefly in a, in Star Wars Squadrons news, uh, they're going to. Uh, I guess the game did so well that they uh, decided they were going to add DLC to it, even though they said that they weren't going to. Nice. And it's going to be free, which is oh, nice. What they're uh, they're adding the Tie Defender and the B Wing to the game. Yes. So I'm like, those are those are a couple of awesome ships. Very. Uh, I mean B Wing we've seen since Return of the Jedi, so that's mm-hmm. not so much a new ship by any means, but it's definitely a unique ship, one of my favorites. You yeah, have that gyroscopic um, cockpit. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. And then the TIE Defender, which is cool because that uh, you know, that was a legends ship that became canon in Rebels, I think. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, TIE yeah, Defender. Yeah. Was it was it Rebels or was it
0: I think it was Rebels. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's part think of it Thrawn's so the Thrawn's plan for Lothal.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I remember
0: that the, there was an
1: episode like where it was like blowing up around Thrawn and stuff. But uh, that but sure yeah, no, always blowing is, up. Come that's on. such a like. Yeah, yeah, there was, it's such a like a cool ship that's just like, I, I think it was just like in that era where they were just making all these random different Tie fighters, and they're like, well, you know what? Let's give it three wings, and this one's cool. <laughs> so uh, definitely a cool design, and I'm interested uh, to see how those two play out because they're completely different ships than uh, anything we've seen before in the, in the video game, at
0: least. I'm trying to think if there's a star Wars ship that, that I'd love to see in that game. Um, but they kind of have all, all the ones I want. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like all the, uh, personal fighters. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've been doing a pretty good job of, of keeping the, the essentials in there. So, uh, but yeah, I'm glad that they're adding the B wing and the Tide defender. Those are a couple of really awesome ships and uh, it's cool to see that they're, you know, still supporting it, despite them being like, oh, no, this was going to be a one and done project. But people dug it so much that, you know, they're doing more. So we'll see. We'll see if they do anything more in the future.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's good news. I, I you know, I need to get I need to kind of get back into into squadrons because I was I was digging it. And then I I, I got back into 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 murdering people in Assassin's Creed. So I, I got <laughs> to switch back to some space battles. Yeah. Yeah. I might actually play some today. I know I got a, they
1: they had like a glitch with the ranking system where it was like really bad. So I had to like, they finally patched it out and then I went to reset the rank and I just haven't played it since. So
0: hopefully today we'll see. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate that, that squadrons update. That's exciting stuff. (laughs) Radical. Radical. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's wrap it up, man. I think we had a great show. What do you think? Yeah, it was a good one. Lots of fun stuff we talked about. And we, we even teased some stuff coming up. How about that?
1: Oh, yeah. There's some
0: spoilers for you. Whoa, Roger. Yeah. I I sense a great disturbance in the force. <laughs> there has been, we got some breaking stuff. Yeah. Massive, massive breaking news has just occurred. And, and uh, you and I are literally freaking the fuck out. <laughs> so yeah so apparently Wonder Woman 1984 uh, uh debut a Christmas day is just a tip of the fucking iceberg oh yeah Warner Brothers has just announced that the entire slate of 2021 films will be available for one month in the US on HBO Max Roger oh, yeah. this is crazy
1: yeah this is I mean we, we were talking about this, but
0: man, we didn't actually think it was going to happen. <laughs> it, bananas crazy. We're talking about Tom and Jerry on March 5th. We're talking about Godzilla versus Kong on May 21st. Yeah. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It June 4th. Space Jam, A New Legacy on July 16th. Suicide Squad, August 6th. Dune. Motherfucking Dune on October 1st. There's an Elvis movie coming out on November 5th, a King Richard movie on November 19th, and Roger, yeah, The Matrix 4, December 22nd, 2021. Wow, dude, that's a hell of a lineup. Sherlock Holmes 3, (laughs) December 22nd? Like, my God, and Mortal Kombat. Oh, boy. It says, it's, it's listed as TBA 2021. But you're getting your Mortal Kombat movie next year, Raj. Oh, it's going down. <laughs> Holy balls. This is a game changer.
1: Yeah, this is everything we were talking about, but turn to 11.
0: Well, you know, as we, as we, were, we were preparing, I mean, listen, a, a peek behind the curtains. Raj and I had wrapped this podcast when this news <laughs> was breaking. And, and, and we were discussing how the state of California was just shutting down once again. Due to coronavirus pandemic, yeah, and now this announcement from from Warner Brothers, HBO Max, twenty twenty one is looking a lot nicer <laughs> <laughs> already. And and you have to wonder if that domino effect will occur. Will Will Disney Marvel follow suit? You know, will Black Widow be available in May on Disney Plus now? And yeah, and likewise for other shows. I mean, Raj, how are you feeling? <laughs> I don't know,
1: man. I think, I mean, first of all,
0: I'm super excited
1: about this. This was like, I saw this, a friend posted it, and I'm like, we literally just missed this. (laughs) Like, it was breaking news, like, within the hours. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, we'd love to see if, uh, you know, this this was going to be the new trend for things moving forward that, you know, it was going to start with Wonder Woman, but we were really hoping to see that more things would take that up. And our wish was granted as if by magic. They heard our podcast before it was released and they retroactively did it for us. So that was pretty cool. It was very nice of them.
0: extremely nice of them and and, like listen let's be honest uh that assures that this podcast will go on through 2021 (laughs) (laughs) at the very least we
1: got something to talk about basically every month
0: yeah i mean and we don't have to talk about oh they announced this movie's being shuffled to next year and blah 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 all sad sad faces sad emoji sad panda all that stuff no 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 we have movies to talk about yeah I, I think what this uh cements for me is that i'm gonna have to invest in a bigger tv well it we're, also, we're making
1: the full home theater experience
0: it, it also <laughs> cements that i i can officially postpone my my queen's gambit spin-off podcast because i don't know enough about chess to make that podcast work <laughs> anyways but i'm desperate <laughs> <laughs> holy oh, smokes Raj!
1: yeah this is great news now we can only hope that it uh Like you said, kind of does start a domino effect with, uh, you know, like Disney and some of the other studios to kind of be like, hey, uh, they're already releasing everything. We need to start putting things out because we're already back in lockdown again, apparently. So who knows when this is going to be over? But uh, I don't think you can hedge your bets on everything being okay within the next few months, you know?
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Don't take don't don't miss what we also said. It's it's a one month window, and that that applies to one Roman as well. You have one month to watch it on HBO Max, and then you have to kind of go back. It, I think after that point, it shifts to uh uh, uh, p- uh pay per view. Uh, yeah,
1: VOD stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: video on demand, and, and 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I don't. Obviously, we don't do politics on the show because <laughs> we're not smart enough. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, like, Warner Brothers is is not banking on, the, on that vaccine hitting enough people. No, um, no. And, you know, just the way things have been, it's probably a smart bet to go about that way. I, I mean, I, I agree with you uh, completely at this point. And, and I mean, if, if if there are enough – I mean, obviously, there's a huge segment of the population that was refusing to wear masks. <laughs> and I can also see a huge segment of the population refusing to get the vaccine yeah yeah that's uh also another thing so. which just leads uh, and probably leads a lot of people to believe that uh even though hopefully potentially a, a viable working vaccine is in the in the works if people aren't going to take it obviously this isn't going away
1: yeah yeah it's got to have a majority of the people signed up for it so mm.
0: yeah well i mean that's the sad part of the news but the good part of the news is like, we're getting movies bro yeah that is the
1: the best part of the news super excited to hear that and And uh that's a pretty damn we were able to tie it in
0: yeah i mean and and like what an impressive slate and that's probably just like again just a a sampling of of the movies coming out but i mean we're getting big time movies in there you know you got the matrix you got dune you got the kong and godzilla which we talked about in the show i mean yeah ridiculous (laughs) suicide squad come on
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, as soon as I saw that, I'm
0: like, oh man, I'm in, I'm already, I already got the subscription. I'm ready. (laughs) Holy smokes. Well, I mean, what a way to cap a podcast, Mike. You know, I thought your, your, your cool squadron news was a good way to close out the show, but uh, (laughs) uh, luckily for once the news worked out in our favor. Usually it drops the day after we do the podcast.
1: Yeah. This was literally on the cusp of us (laughs) finishing. So that was awesome.
0: Oh my God. Roger, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Likewise. Holy smokes! Oh my goodness! Uh, I don't, I don't know if I have much more to add to that. Do you? No, I think we're just uh, excited and looking forward to it. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> well, all right. I guess. Oh, woo! Woo! It's it's hard to close a podcast now. Like this is the news you use to open a podcast with. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'll just drink more beer and, and bring myself down that way. Yeah, that might be a way to go about it. <laughs> Holy smokes. Raj, you should crack a beer too. It's it's after one o'clock. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. We'll, do. <laughs> we'll toast to the Suicide Squad. We'll to- toast to the Matrix. We'll toast yeah, to Dune. Sure. All of them. The <laughs> Mu'adib. My name is a killing word. Yeah, learn your Dune quotes now because I'm going to be using them a lot next year. All right, we'll do. I think I'll (laughs) I'll get the book. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Let's let's try to wrap it up again. But I I I'm sure Rogers will text me in ten minutes and be like, Oh my god, did you just see this?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what else trickles
0: out. Oh my, yeah, I'm sure the Black Widow announcement is coming out in about two hours from now. <laughs> yeah, if it does, we might have to re reconvene. <laughs> Holy smokes! I may, yeah, I may have to hang on to, I may have to sit on this podcast for a couple hours just to make sure nothing else drops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Oh
0: my God! All right, buddy, let's let's try to let's try to control our enthusiasm <laughs> and close the show out. Thanks, Roger. I'm glad you joined me once again <laughs> to talk about yeah. this. Always, yeah. All right, buddy. Later. Yep. Bye. Hey, there it is. That was the conversation with Roger, catching up on all all the news in pop culture that you could handle. Remember, Roger is at JediRaj on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to give him a follow, he's a good dude and uh, uh, a a good friend as well. So I'm glad to have him here on the TomCast podcast, breaking down all the fun news. Sorry about the echo was a little bit more pronounced today than in the past. We'll 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 talk to Roger about that. See if we can we can get that isolated and figure that one out. So I hope that wasn't too distracting. Uh, otherwise, the conversation was great. We had a good time. Had a lot of fun. Covered a lot of news that hopefully you all found fun and informative. <laughs> Anyways, listen. Let let's go over. The, let's 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 close the show all proper. Right. Thank you so much for listening to the Tomcast podcast. Uh, I wouldn't be here if there wasn't anyone listening to the show. And there's at least one person listening who's not me. So I appreciate you immensely. And 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 listen, we're having fun here. And it's it's Christmas time and all the good things are happening, and that is the bottom line. So make sure you're following us on social media because we're posting all the time. We are at Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Please email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. Become an official member of Pophead Nation at patreon.com forward slash podcast. Thank you to our current Pophead members. Thank you to the Aspinel Chody, the Batman in Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a great music podcast. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squid Master General, Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wagamur. Remember, make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all your friends, family, and enemies. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and, uh, and you know, other places too. But if we're not in the right place, let me know. We'll get there. And if you're following on Apple Podcasts and you have the time, the inclination, please leave us a 5-star review. They are immensely helpful to podcasts like us to separate, get a little get a little attention, break away from the pack. You know, cuz we're small, we're independent, but we're badass, and that's all that matters. Finally, check out our network website, 3 bzinecom you can find all the shows on on the Three B Z Network, such as Beer Night in San Diego, the TomCast podcast, and our Star Wars focused podcast Mando Vision. You will also find our Store Envy page, which is full of all the sweet, sweet merch for the holiday season: T-shirts, sweatshirts, all kinds of goodies, multiple colors available. Get them today; they're awesome. All right, thanks again to Roger for joining me for the show. We're going to be back extremely soon because, hey. Pop culture waits for no one. Plus, it's Christmas, and as I mentioned to Roger, uh, I went I went through our back catalog, and we haven't really done Christmas episodes. I've opened the show with Christmas music, in in my version of Christmas music, which is like you know usually metal or punk, uh, doing doing classic uh, Christmas fare. Uh, but we've never had like a, a specifically dedicated Christmas movie episode, and I think that's something we are going to be doing this year. And again, a lot of that is because last year I was busy doing. Oh, uh, those Watchmen episodes and the Mandalorian breakdowns, and uh, there was a lot of uh, detail that went into all of those, uh, specifically the Watchmen ones, because like there were so many like Easter eggs that were so random and so obscure that it you know you had to kind of make sure you presented those in in a, in a easily digestible fashion to anyone who maybe didn't know the graphic novel. But anyways, enough of that. We'll be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Ciao, babes. Great story, compelling and rich. We're not gonna be fucking sucked this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah.